Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox with Thomas Thrash from Hootens.com. Your source for Arkansas high school football. You're now between the mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins. We are here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. My man, Matty Stats, how you doing? I'm good, brother. How are you? Man, I'm doing great. I'm doing well. It's Thomas Thrash here with Hootens Football. How you doing, Thomas? I'm doing great. Not the road warrior this week. He's actually in studio. He is yes. here. <laughs> you know, I was really shocked, though, going back and listening to it after we did the recording with you on the phone. It was really clear. Uh, I was I was pleasantly pleased. <laughs> I've been traveling all over the state this week and last week. I went to Cross It on Friday. Cross It saw a great game. ball game, a unbelievable <laughs> game. And on Thursday, the Maumel Mills game. That yeah. was a great win for Maumel. Yeah. Did you go to that one? Yep. Happy to see Coach Mopping get that win. That's big for them and the oh, program. It's huge. Yeah. And they got a tough one at Robinson. This oh is yeah. First time, first time back. <laughs> is since, it since uh, coaching there? Yeah. That's awesome. So, some great games this week. Uh, you, once, once again, I was proven to not be very good at picking football games. <laughs> well, me either. Cause I, I don't think anybody <laughs> is. I'm looking at our picks uh, for uh, the, the pick em challenge, and, you know, we got 150 guys, and, and I think the highest is like 80% yeah. now. Well, we're blaming it on the, the supermoon. It was, I guess so, yeah. man. On our way home Friday night, <laughs> I told Matt, I was like, I've just decided I'm, I need to retire from picking football games and just – having an opinion on anything football related <laughs> oh so can you believe that we're into the third quarter of the season is that not nuts like we're past the halfway point yes we well, are well for y'all but a lot of teams play in december <laughs> oh that's true that's true that, yeah, what's I mean, that called playoffs? Yeah, playoffs i thought that was basketball season <laughs> right right that's round ball hey listen the playoffs are literally a third of the season too yeah that's right. Yeah, that's right. You're exactly right. And we ain't far from being halfway to that point. No. A couple of weeks, it'll that's be right. there. Yeah. Matty, you uh, watched the UCA game Saturday. I did. It was uh, the most bizarre football game I've ever watched. You know, I watched until the lightning break, and mm -hmm. then ESPN Plus played the same commercial <laughs> 897 times, and I don't know if it was the 896th or 7th time that I fell asleep yeah. and didn't see the end of the game. So, what's crazy is – so. I saw Southern Utah run out, you know, from the locker room or whatever, and they were running out on the field. And I told my wife, I said, that looks like a high school team. They really do. I mean, they literally, like, I th we're going to beat them by 40. And should have. And we should have. Like, right. I think we had 475 yards of offense and only yeah. scored 29 points. And they had 230 yards of offense and scored 27. So And 8,000 penalty point yards. Yeah, we had 14 penalties, 147 yards. Like, it was just – it was crazy. And, and Arkansas played for, uh, Saturday too. Oh, so anyway, yeah, the Bison's <laughs> the Bison's rolled Saturday. Hey, my Pee Wee team's five and zero. Oh. Yeah. So Washington and Hardy still remain undefeated. Yeah. Yep. Two weeks. Is that two weeks from now? I think the fourteenth they'll play. Big showdown. It, it's it, at, at Harding. At Harding. That'll be a good one, man. It's going to be. A, it, I think it's going to be going to be a defensive game, because yeah, they're both offenses are putting up a lot of points, but but the defenses have have been what's. So yeah, shutting people down. So, yeah. and I know a lot of it depends on regional rankings, which I absolutely hate. But yeah, I mean, you think they'll get two in this year? You just never know. Yeah. You know, one thing I noticed that shocked me. So, Fair State's number one. Mm -hmm. They're in that Missouri bunch. Mm -hmm. So, Pitt's like three. Yeah. Pitt State. I did not see Northwest Missouri State in the top twenty-five. They got beat by Central Missouri Saturday. 
So they're not in the top twenty-five. No. That's why. Yes. I was like, somebody misprints something. Yeah. No. They got. Beat, so, they've had. They've got two losses. Okay. Already. So with that, then I would say there's a very good chance. Yeah. But because usually those three keep somebody out. But Central Missouri's four and one. Yeah. So they're but, ranked. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, we got a good show coming up. We've got uh, our top tens. We'll yeah. go through here in just a little bit, and then our pickums. Pickums. Getting a little yeah. closer. We have some. Interesting news in our pickums this week as far as who won and who didn't. I'll just leave that out there until the time. <laughs> so, uh, American Safeguard Insurance. Yeah. Title sponsor. Studio sponsor. Studio sponsor. Commercial insurance. I know you people out there listening, some of y'all have businesses. I want to write your insurance. And should. And should. That's right. <laughs> Unless your loss ratio is really high. Uh, but home, auto, life. Hey, we do it all and we want to do it all. Everett Associates, Globe, Life, Liberty National. I mean, what else can you say that we haven't said about that group? Not I mean, much. They're just awesome people. They are. I saw they were raffling off uh, one of their suites at the Razorback game. Yeah. Because they're raising money for the fall festival. So so one of the things they did was, was raffle off. I, I guess it might have been for the game Saturday. Maybe. Yeah. So that would have been pretty cool to win. Would, yeah. I didn't win it, but it would have been cool if I had. Yeah. And then call your roofing. Call your roofing. Good folks. Talk to, talk to Freeman today, man. He's, he just tried to call me. I just texted him. I was like recording. <laughs> he's an awesome dude, man. He's excited about his ten year anniversary. Uh, you know, is he? Yeah, he just said, you know, it's it's just a milestone for him because you know, like anybody, when they get into business, there's a lot of naysayers, a lot of people that don't believe you can make it. And he said, here we are, fixing to turn over ten years. And he said, it's yeah. just a a great accomplishment. So. I saw Amanda McNesby at the ball fields tonight, yeah. and I told her, I said, when I get fired from ASI, I want to come work with y'all. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a quick break here. When we get back, we're going to start out with our 7 and 6A top 10s. Hey, high school sports fans, this is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. It's time for our top tens. Maddie, start us off with 7A. All righty. In 7A for week six between the mats, number one is the Bryant Hornets at 4-1 and one on the season. They beat Jonesboro 42-14, to 14, uh, a game that we looked at 
what about halftime of the Green Park yeah. game? Yeah. It was 21-14. Yeah. And they scored with like, a, you know, 30 seconds to go with half. Yeah. It was 14-14. They, yeah, I was going to say it was tied early. Yeah. yeah. And so we was kind of a head scratcher, and then we looked after the game, and it was like, oh, okay, well, they pulled away. Yeah, yeah. But they will be at home this week against Central. Uh, number two is the Wampus Cats of Conway. Beat North Little Rock, a rivalry there. Beat them 36-7. to And then they have their big rival this week as they will play the Centennial – is it the Centennial Cup? What is it? That what sounds they call right. It? It is, yeah, some, some kind of bank. Yeah. Last year, the Cabodians slipped up on they them. They did. They sure hey, did. Hey, well, Conway lost it for them. I mean, Conway just couldn't have done anything they played right. Awful. No, it, it was, was a rough week for Conway. Yeah. And uh, just, yeah, it wasn't a good time. Yeah. So they will. The Cabot manhandled them, like physically, though. Cabot just outplayed them every aspect. I think. Uh, Coach James will remind them of that yes. this week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that North Little Rock-Conway game used to be an absolute barn burner. Yeah, it did. But they will play Cabot at Conway this week, so that will be a good one. Number three, Bentonville, 3-2 three and two on the season. Beat Southside in a shootout, 50-35. to 35. They will be at home at, against Rogers Heritage this week. Number four, Fayetteville. Man, an offense that is just clicking on all cylinders right now. 5-0 and on the season, beat Rogers 47-42. to 42. But do you see the end of that game? I did not. Okay, so Fayetteville snaps a punt over their head with two minutes to go. Rodgers gets it on the 20-yard line. They're about to go in and score. Rodgers fumbles a snap. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it was it was their defense isn't playing well. Right. You know, I, mean, I, I mentioned last week when we were talking about them that I really believe the only way you can beat Fayetteville is just to outscore them. Yeah. yeah, because they they're 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 putting up such crazy numbers, and look, that was nearly the only way they could have lost Friday night. Sure, is if Rogers literally outscored them. Yeah, because yeah. they're not stopping very. No, many no, and 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 Rogers is playing extremely well. Rogers beat uh, Southside the week before, uh, forty-two to four. It was mean, a good game. Seven. It was yeah. it was a touchdown game, but but Southside ties it up and gets the onside kick, uh, and ties it up. I think they didn't go to overtime. They uh, and then. 30 seconds left, they kick off for the tie game, and then Rodgers goes and scores. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Williams kid's putting up gaudy numbers. Yeah, really. he is. So, Southside's playing really well, too. Yeah. I know they went up to Bentonville and got beat, but it was – And they'll get another dose of it this week as they yeah, will play at home. No, they will play, yeah, at home against Fayetteville. Number five is Rodgers, 4-1, and one, lost to Fayetteville in a close one. They will play at home against Bentonville West. This is one that if, if, if they don't lick their wounds quick yeah. and come out and play – if they have a little uh, hangover. It could be kind of a, what which, they call it, a, a catch team? game, or not a catch trap game. Trap game, yeah. Which team? Uh, Bentonville West. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it safe to say the West is better than Central? I would think top to bottom this year probably is. Yeah. I mean, you've got Conway and Bryant, but then after hey, that. But I'm telling you, I don't know if Bryant is yeah, as Cabot good as, seems like they're not quite as good as they usually yeah. are. No, no, no. But I don't know if Bryant's there yet either. I think Bentonville and Fayetteville could beat Bryant. Yeah. We'll see. We're going to find and, out. And Conway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number six is Cabot, three and two on the season. Beat Southwest thirty-eight to twelve, and that was a game that was close for a while uh, on that one too. And then uh, they will play at Conway. Number seven, Southside lost to Bentonville fifty to thirty-five. They will play at home against Fayetteville. Number eight is West. They beat Springdale forty-seven twenty-two. Number nine, North Little Rock, one and four on the season. They will be at Southwest. This is a game they better show up for. Yeah, I think uh, uh, yeah. that'll be a good ball game between Could those be. two. And then number 10, rounding out our top 10, is Jonesboro, and they will play at Fort Smith Northside. All right, Junk, take us through 6A. All right, so 
Greenwood six and zero. Listen, we went and saw them Friday night because we went. We called the Greenbrier Panthers game, and let me tell you, they're every bit as good as advertised. <sighs> they just don't make many mistakes. Well, they don't. When they when there's a reason, they're seventy eight and three in Greenwood <laughs> since two thousand one, and they're like fifty and zero in the last seven years. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Fifty something. I don't even know what it you is know, now. Uh, Jr. Runyon made a good point. You told me about. Yeah. Uh, Matt had brought up that stat that before some Friday night they were seventy-seven three at home, and, and Jr. said, "Well, it's probably not much different away either." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Greenwood did take care of Greenbrier Friday night, thirty-five to seven. They're six and zero now. They'll hey, be. How was the cannon, by the way? Uh, loud. It was it loud? Okay. Oh, yeah. There's one on each side. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. And they even shoot it when they think they scored a touchdown, <laughs> even if they don't. There was an elderly couple, poor thing. I out. thought they were dead. I, I, I think KO done call off lot. Yeah, it was. It scared them today. It did. Yeah. If it you did. don't know it's coming, I'm telling you, oh, it's yeah. so loud. They were from me to you, from me and Matt Friday yeah. night, like literally, like standing right in front of the press box, and that first went off and. I thought she was going to I fall. thought the poor lady was going to go down. I did. <laughs> it, was, it was scary. All right, so they're 6-0. and I, I feel like they've made themselves pretty clear that they are right now. Oh, you're not sure? I mean, ben? Ben's playing some ball right they now. They are. They are. Yeah. So that gets us to number two yeah. is the 5-1 and one Benton Panthers, who yeah. somebody might still not agree. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I'm just I'm saying. Where does Hoops have them? Uh, probably third. So they got Christian too. I mean, yeah, Christian. I mean, I mean, it's a fine line. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. It, it's it really is. good. It, is. it really is. Yeah, I mean, and, and, it, and it might depend on where they're playing. Yeah, that's right. You know, well, I don't know. I think and now it doesn't. And then you know, I mean, right, don't forget <laughs> that Christian team got their butts handed to them by Shallow Christian. I don't know. All, all I all I know is this: I was excited about this Marion game, and they just dismantled. But we them. just they don't they, know if Marion a Marion team played, that we thought I thought they were just decent. because we thought somebody was good doesn't mean they were. Well, they didn't win the first four games off of forfeits. Yeah, but I'm saying the first four teams may not have been that good. They weren't stout, stout. But, I mean, (laughs) then Catholic goes in and loses to West Memphis. Laid an egg. Had to. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know. It's 21-14. Yeah. All right, so back to number two. (laughs) Benton will play at Green County Tech. Number three, Little Rock Christian did not play. They're four and one. Uh, They are a respectable third. (laughs) Could be a second. They will play at Mountain Home, a Mountain Home team who put up a good game Friday night against PA. Speaking of PA, number four, PA, Pulaski Academy, they're four and one, beat Mountain Home 35 to 14. Score much bigger than the game. Uh, it was a much closer game. Oh, it was a much closer game. Yeah. yeah. PA's got to find the answer. Charette, yeah. uh, John Mark Charette. Is he coming back? No, he's out for the season. Oh, no. Oh, wow. So had, that's a big had blow. surgery last week. And you look at that PA team, and, and if you look at them and say, well, they're not playing as well this year. Well, my gosh. Yeah. They lose their star receiver, their star running back, their star Starting. quarterback. Yeah. Uh, their, star- their, their, their backup quarterback, who's now their starter, who's essentially their starter, is in a cast. Is in a cast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it's just amazing that they're putting it together on Friday nights. Yeah. All right, well, they play at Salem Springs. Number five, Marion, four and one. Me and Matty arm wrestled over this one today, and I lost. <laughs> he still got him at five. I kind of had him a little lower. Right, right, I, I right. think they'd beat West Memphis head to head. We'll <laughs> We're going to find out. Yeah. They're, and they're just down the road. Yeah. That's got to be a good rivalry. Oh, yeah. Uh, lost, uh, they lost to Benton 61 to 23. They'll play Cersei at home. Cersei's put up a lot of points. Hey, number six, West Memphis, four and one. Surprised a lot of people after beating Catholic 21 to 14. At least they did me. Uh, they'll play at El Dorado Friday night. I, I thought this West Memphis team was kind of underperforming where we thought they were at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they then, only lost to Jonesboro. Right, right. I mean, it's their only loss. Sure. Right. It was the first game of the season. But they haven't wowed in their other games. No. But that's a big win. That's a huge win. 
Um, and then number seven, Catholic. After losing to West Memphis, they'll play Sheridan at home. Yeah. A Sheridan team who's playing much better. That's a Catholic team that took Benton to the wire. That's yeah, right. Well, scored 45 on them. Yeah. yeah. Number eight, Cersei. Four and one, beat El Dorado in a closer one than I thought, but they'll play at Marion. So this one's going to be interesting. Number nine, Mountain Home, three and three, lost to PA, play Christian at home. And then number 10, Greenbrier, lost to Greenwood, 35 to seven. And does Christian play every team after PA? Like literally, I think Russellville. They play it week. seems like they play <laughs> in the week after. So, this, so they're just making a point to yeah. beat them by worse than <laughs> PA did. So get this Greenbrier lost to Greenwood. Uh, they're three and two now, one and two in conference, right? Two and two, one. Two and one. I'm sorry, two yeah. and one in conference. They play like Hamilton, who really laid an egg Friday yeah. night. Got beat by Van Buren by like twenty something. Yeah, yeah but, but I don't know. If Lake Hamilton's that good, and Van Buren's well, you know, and put I, it on Alma early on. And I found out that so, that Lake Hamilton lost their quarterback. Uh, I, I figured the there was something. Yeah, it wasn't just your normal Friday night matchup. Mm-hmm. No. All right. Well, that finishes up six A. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, it'll be on two, five, and four. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Call Your Roofing team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Call Your Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We are a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Call Your Roofing is master certified, licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Call Your Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Call Your Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job, from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high-quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio, Maddie. Hit us up with 5A. Absolutely. And this one, man, it's it's gotten tough. I mean, up there at the top, it's kind of, you know, they've hashed it out a little bit. Those are pretty easy. But then you get down there about three, four, five, six, it gets a little. So, Matty asked me to send him my five, send in my 5A top tens to him, so I just sent him a blank piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> so, number one, going into week six in 5A, uh, the Parkview Patriots. There's surprise, no question surprise. about that one. They've been there all year. 5-0 and in the season. They beat the Queen 56-7. Uh, they will be at Hope this week. Hey, they took the opening kickoff uh, back, and it was didn't look back from there. Yeah. Um, but, it, but it was only like 35 nothing or something at half or something like that. Omarion Robinson. 35-7, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Robinson that ran yeah. that back, 75-yard kickoff. Man, yeah. he's so smooth. I mean, they just have so much speed. <laughs> yeah. Number two is the Saints of Shiloh Christian. Four and one on the year, beat Clarksville 53-10. to And they will be at Harrison this That's week. That's going to be a good game. Should be a good or, ball yeah. game. Yeah. Harrison's rolling. Keep dreaming, here. boys. Keep dreaming. <laughs> that ain't going to be a game. Hey, it's hard Get to go into here. Harrison to play. Hey, yeah, it's, it's hard to go in Harrison. Number three, Joe T. Robinson, 4-1 and one on the season, beat Valonia 35-14. to 
don't really know how good Joe T is yet. Um, I know they're really young. I know the defense flies around. The defense is very, very fast, yes. like extremely fast. You can bet one thing, they're they're going to be athletic. And number two, when they come out of the locker room, it's going to look like a, a junior college. <laughs> hey, that is true. Yes. But this week we will see. At Joe right. T. Robinson, because if they aren't motivated by this, Coach Moppin and yeah. Mom yeah. L. Former coach coming right, back. Right, right. If this they aren't motivated by this, then they aren't going to be. You know, right this game circled on his game. Oh, oh it's on that. both of them. I saw uh, Mopping today. He's like, yeah, we got Joe, uh, Ed Joe T. He says, it's my first time going back wow. since, since so, I've left there. It was, it was, so, in two years. So, the the question is, how how does that emotional game against Mills affect him this week? So, you know, that could be good. A big that be, yeah. It could be good or bad. It may, it may spurn your season. Or it also may just drain you That's to where right. you have a little hangover. Because you are going to be drained after this game. I mean, you know, after their Thursday night game, they came out, beat a really talented Mills team yeah. at the buzzer. And, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you, have, you always have a letdown. Yeah. But this – They've got a little extra motivation. But there's motivation in this game. It's, right. it's a really f- interesting scenario. I agree. So, uh, Joe T will play home to Maumel, which would be a great ball game. And last year, too. Remember last year, Robinson was way better. Way better. And then they took him to – I think Maumelle had the lead in the fourth quarter. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Number four is Pine Bluff. The Zebras are 5-1 and one on the season. This this game right here was a little interesting to me. They beat BB 20-14. to 14. Makes absolute no sense. A BB team that got handled pretty good by Moralton. Yeah. So, that, that score kind of surprised yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because Crutchfield, I mean, everybody says is the best player in the sure. state. I mean, and, and you know – and then you got Dendy, who yeah. I mean, he well, he committed to Missouri. Yeah, yeah, this weekend, <laughs> yeah. this week. So that makes two in-state guys committed to and Brian Huff and uh, Dendy. So Missouri. I don't know what they're doing over Missouri because I know they have. I mean, I know they're what five and zero, but they haven't played. Well, anybody. they're doing something we're not, and that's winning a football game. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, what's that have to do with anything? <laughs> Number, uh, I'm sorry, Pine Bluff will play Mills this week, so that's another good ball. The game. Battle of Pine Bluff. Yep. Number five, Valley View, four and one, beat Four City fifty-four to twenty. Man, this Valley View offense and Carson Turley are getting my rolling. attention. They, they, they have are, gotten they my are. attention. Yeah, they are. They will play at Win this week. Number six, Hot Springs and Matty Ice, the Trojans, four and one on the season, beat Hope fifty-three to thirteen. He had a phenomenal game, and they came back from that they, that hangover against Parkview. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We we kind of were anticipating to see how they would respond to that to that beat down, and, and their only loss is to Parkview. That's right. Well. Yeah. So they uh, they will play at home against the Queen this week. Number seven, Mills drops to seven after the loss to Maumelle, thirty four to twenty eight, and they will be at Pine Bluff. Number eight, Whitehall did not play, and they will play the Devil Dogs. Whitehall's don't, playing well. Don't sleep on this Whitehall. Whitehall's no. playing really well. That's exactly right. Number nine, Hot Springs Lakeside. Uh, they were pretty high on our list, and then uh, after they laid an egg this last week. Listen, I've been bucking for them all year long, so they, they've disappointed me. <laughs> that was They went down there and laid an egg. Well, I mean, it's a Magnolia team to start the season we thought was going to be pretty good, and then the, the two weeks prior to this game, they just they did not play well the last two weeks, and then they come out and beat a Lakeside team that's been playing really good. So, head scratcher there. Uh, Lakeside will be at Arkansas High this week. And then number 10 is the Hornets of Maumelle after beating Mills, the undefeated Mills team, and they will be at Robinson. That, my friend, will take us to the 4A. Number one.
I'll give you three guesses and two of them don't count. Malvern, three and two. Beat Waldron, 48 to zero. They'll play Friday night at Ashdown. Did Dupree, I mean, Dupree have it just an okay game? <laughs> he, no, he just had a normal game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> right? That's right. 250, 250 yards? Yeah. On just 11 carries. Yeah. Just an average, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, number two, Harding Academy, five and zero. Oh. Beat Lone Oak 45-14. You know, they're just doing it every week. It's like it doesn't matter who you want to put in front of them. Uh, they'll play Friday night at Bald Knob. Just down the road, maybe go by and eat some supper at – The Bulldog. No, sir. Oh, don't say – Who that? Who that's okay, yeah. The Bulldog is, is amazing. It is. It is, but I'm, if I'm going there, I'm going to who that. Okay. <laughs> All right, number three, Warren, 5-0, beat Cross at 49-42. I was there. And it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I was Warren, watching it. Warren had five turnovers, but had six hundred like thirty-five yards. Jeez, we were keeping up with the score online during the game we were at, and it was just like surely not. Hey, yeah. I mean, we knew it was going to be a good game, but it was just like this is a track meet. Yeah. Oh, it was, and, and I mean, it was it was it was an awesome game. Does Cross Cross didn't give up? Does Cross it throw it more, or is it a good mix? Uh, or? Yeah, no, no, they they throw it a little. I mean, they had a uh, 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 what's his name, Pascal. With five yeah. c- five catches for uh, like 160 yards and three touchdowns, yeah, and he is legit. I mean, he he burned these Warren receiver Warren D backs and who are not slow, right? I mean, and I mean this these Warren receivers are are every bit as what Bo talked about. Yeah, I mean, you know, they got they got four guys they can play, and they got a freshman quarterback. That's so insane. so Coach Newton down there at Cross is doing a great job. I'm He's killing you. it. And I want to apologize because that's what I called him, Coach Hunter. And I, and I, there's a reason I did that because I know another guy. And it anyway, regardless, I meant to say Coach Newton and uh, <laughs> doing a great job. Yeah. Down yes, there. and they and they they played great football. It was a great crowd. The crowd was in it. I mean, it was it was awesome. Awesome atmosphere. That's good stuff. That is good stuff. All right, so that takes us down to number four. four. Well, so Warren will play it at, uh, at home Friday night with Dumas. Uh, number four, Elkins, man. <laughs> the Elks are that, – that offense is still – Dizzy. Soaring, dizzy. Uh, dizzy. Hey, Balling. They were mad because they only scored 41 the week before. Yeah, they so, had to offset So, it. we'll score 63. We, we were talking about that. Me and Matt said that. I, I said, I said, hey, they scored 63. He said, well, they had to offset that 41 the week before. Hey, well, I, and so, also, he threw one to his brother, uh, Stone. Oh, Stone. Yeah, awesome. touched. I don't, I don't know how many touchdowns Stone has, but uh, he threw one last Friday. That's well, cool. Elkins beat Huntsville 63-0. They'll play at Berryville. Number five, Rivercrest. Big time game, statement game for Rivercrest as they beat Harrisburg sixty nine to fourteen. They will play Jonesboro Westside at home Friday night. Number six, the Dragons. The Dragons. They keep on doing it. They no, do. they're six and zero. Oh. Tommy Cody getting it done down That's there. That's right. Dewitt. Hey, Dewitt's got a matchup here in two weeks. With they got Warren. one. They got oh, one they this, this week. week. Yeah, yeah, this week. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Frost is a tough place to play. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, this will be a. You can tell a lot about this team. So yeah. Dewitt six and zero beat Hamburg forty five to twenty eight, and they will play at Crossit, which is going to be a tough one, as Thomas said. You know, and then they play. Do they play them and Warren back to back? I guess so. Yeah, Ooh, man, it's tough sledding. Good luck, guys. <laughs> <laughs> number seven, Ozark, four and one. Uh, Ozark beat Green Force forty-one to six. That Ozark team just keeps on doing it. They'll play at Lincoln. Lincoln, a Lincoln team who almost got in our top ten last week, did lose Friday night. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see how they bounce back from that. Number eight, Arkadelphia, a team that looks like they have found their stride. They've maybe found their identity. Yeah. Lost three games to some tough teams, starting out playing up at the first three games of the season. Absolutely. But since then, they played Nashville, and then they played Mina, 51-7. to seven. Yeah. They They'll be off week? this week. Oh, off. Yep. They're, They're undefeated against BYU. 
<laughs> they beat Nashville forty-four to six. That's right. So. They're they're playing well in conference yeah. right now. Uh, looks like man, that conference is a little down. You know, obviously Malvern, yeah. right? But you know, you expect Ashdown to be a powerhouse. Sure. They're down. Nashville's not the well, same Nashville team of old. Yeah, I mean, you still got Arkadelphia, Malvern. Yeah, yeah. Usually though, it's like three or four get, teams. Usually, yeah. it's they're fighting for that playoff spot. Yes, right. All right, number eight or number nine, Stuttgart, three and two. They did not play. They'll play in Cersei at Riverview this week. Number ten, Pottsville, making five their one. way in. Got their way in. Let me tell you, the, is it that is it the Apaches? Apaches, Apaches. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, they just keep doing it. They do. And uh, they beat Boxside, and they've won some big games. Like, they just beat mm-hmm. Mayflower. They beat Boxside. They didn't just beat Boxside. They, they beat Boxside 40-14. to 14. Yes. They're playing a CAC team Friday night. This is going to be a great game, or, or an interesting game at least, because CAC has to go to Pottsville. Pottsville is thumping Boxside, who just beat CAC two weeks ago. Right. No, Boxside lost to CAC. Okay. CAC lost to uh, Harmony Grove. That's right. Okay. Yeah. But, but yes, but Boxite was, was – Mayflower beat CAC. No. No, Harmony Grove. Harmony Grove beat CAC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By one, and I don't know how they played or whatever. But Two yeah. people beat CAC, though. No, I think just one. Um, Unless they lost this last week, which I wasn't paying attention. No, no. they won. They beat Mayflower this they last week. They beat Mayflower, week. yep. Anyway. Mayflower's playing well, though. Yeah, they are. And I talked to one of the guys. He's got a grandson on the team today. Uh, he's a lender at our bank, and he just said, man, we just couldn't couldn't stop their offense. I mean, they still got – CAC's defense allowed 34 points. Yes. I mean, they allow some points. Yes, they do. I mean, they may be even at 150 points, 150, 145. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not – they're not setting their standards on defense, are no, they? No, but they – but if right now they're doing the uh, – the the PA you know outscore them, so they beat they beat Box out by five, lost by one to Harm. Excuse me, Harmony Grove, like then, like we said. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm just filling in the listeners. Okay. <laughs> All right, well we're gonna take a quick break here. When we get back, it'll be down to three A and two A. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Call Your Roofing team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Call Your Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We are a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Call Your Roofing is master certified, licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Call Your Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Call Your Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. 
whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters. Give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. All right, here we are back in the studio. Break time's over, Maddie. It's time for 3A. Absolutely. Before we get to 3A, I do want to say. Let's hear it. Man, I'm excited about that 4A. There's so many good teams in that 4A that, like, playoffs are going to be fun. You, you know one, and I meant to mention them when we were just talking. I'm glad you said something because I didn't think about Highland. Yeah. Oh, Highland's playing great right now. Like, like, like it's, I was looking, I was like, we've got to figure out how to get these guys in the top ten. And Gosnell. I mean, Highland yeah, beat them by one, that's right? That's right. So. I, <laughs> How, but Highland just shut out Truman. Yeah. You know, a, a, a Truman's good, playing well. Too. That's right. Yeah. So it's like, man. I mean, how how can you do any better than what they're doing? Yeah. But where do you put them? Right. So they're just on the edge. Sure. So Highland fans, we haven't forgot about you. You're just hanging on. <laughs> That's all right. All right. Three A for week six of between the mats. Number one, the Bearcats of Boonville, three and two on the season, beat West Fork forty to zero, and they will play at home against Greenland. Hey, and I think they had a hundred yards passing. Hey. Which is the sign of the apocalypse. <laughs> that's like ten games worth. That's a I'm, I'm telling you, that's yeah, a I don't know what they, what happened. Did they get it all in one play? You Go. know, a ninety nine yard accident. It's like harding like, through for two or three touchdowns Saturday. Like, <laughs> <laughs> really? It's like, What's going on around? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> all these teams. Tell you, it's it's the it's super the, moon. It is. It <laughs> is. It's the moon. The forward lateral. <laughs> yeah, the forward lateral. I no. think they call that a pass. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Prescott. Five and one on the season, just handled Junction City. And we were there. We, you know, we thought it was going to be a closer game. So Bates, yeah. Bates goes goes down their film, and he's just texts us like it's forty something to seven and a half. I'm like, what? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I he, couldn't believe it either. I thought it was played, be a good game. They played well. I mean, he said he said that whenever they try, it looked like they tried this week, and they just look good. Yeah, he said every other you. game it, it doesn't look like they've been into well, it, and they just they spread it out so much. And they I got mean, some, you, you get your you, coach Glass sends me the stats, and it's like a a, a monologue, you know, because it's like all these different kids touching the ball. Yeah, yeah, and, and they got some, which is they're awesome. like Warren with the receivers. You know, you, I mean, all these new guys and you know, new quarterback, everybody, you know, it's just they've they've some dudes. Yeah. And when you're thumping everybody, you kind of want to get moving around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Well, they will play at Falk this week. Number three is Salem. The Greyhounds are six and zero on the year. Beat Newport fifty-two to thirty-four, and I don't think it was that close. It wasn't. That, no, a lot no, of that. Daryl was there, and Daryl, our filmer, was there. He, a lot like, of those was, points from Newport were late yeah. in the game. Yeah. yeah, and he said it was. It did not look. It was not as close as it looked. <laughs> so they will be at home against Melbourne this week. Melbourne coming off a big win this past week. Uh, number four, Magnet Cove. 5-0, and oh, beat two Rivers 47-6. to six. They will play at home against Center Point. Number five, Hoxie, 6-0, and oh, beat Palestine Wheatley 49-6, to six, and they will have the week off. And uh, we're getting some uh, – we get to reap the benefits of some Hoxie blood over here at UCA. Man, talk about <laughs> it. Well, who? Shundere Shundere Powell. Powell. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Man, he's awesome. Yeah, Hoxie's mm. – yeah. Number Coach six, doing a great job there. Number six, Charleston, two and three on the season, beat Cedarville thirty-seven to sixteen. Uh, a Charleston team that's had to regroup coming off that state championship, and uh, you know the third, the three losses we knew were they were playing yeah. up, but this this Nashville, last week, yeah, la- this last week wasn't that impressive. I, not impressed with the Cedarville win by twenty points. Yeah, but we'll see. I mean, they they've got a big one this week against Mansfield. Uh, Mansfield team that's playing well. Mansfield's defense is playing yeah, really well. I believe Mansfield's five or six and zero. Oh, yeah, they? yeah, they're playing great. They I mean, and 
and it's Coach Overton, who was at Benton or Boonville two years ago. Okay. So he's a, he was assistant coach at Boonville. Yeah. Coach uh, Dak Goff and all these seniors. So literally, this is his first year. Well, they're oh. I mean, they're and right they're gonna there. Be, they're going to be eight and zero, seven and zero when they go to Boonville. Are they running the flex if they win? Uh, if they beat Charleston, yeah, if they beat Charleston, yeah, yeah. They run the flex bone. I think so. Okay. Yeah, I'd have to ask. But we've got, you know, they're just they're kind of like Highland is. They're just literally Knocking just on outside. The door. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Number seven, Harmony Grove, four four and two on the season, beat Walnut Ridge in a great ball game. Apparently, you know, there were some phantom holding calls that were uh, that you know that pick plays for touchdowns. Oh, really? That, yeah, yeah. And so, so, you know, and it's you know, and then I don't know if that's home cooking or not, but. Uh, that, you know, that's, you hear these things, so I don't know. <laughs> so, thir- it was 39-28, from what I understand. Um, it was the, a one-score game, and Walnut Ridge got the kickoff, tried to do some laterals and stuff, and they fumbled it, and they picked it up and yeah. ran it in. So, so, it made it more than it yeah. But uh, Harmony Grove will play at Rising this week. Number eight, Glen Rose, three and two on the season, beat Jesseville 49-0. to and That's it- a statement and they've got a big one this week as they will play at Bismarck, a Bismarck team that's playing really good football right now. High level. Number nine, Walnut Ridge, as we said, lost to Harmony Grove. We keep them at number nine as they're four and two on the year. They will play at home against Piggott. And then number There's 10. There's two losses are to Harmony Grove and Salem. Yeah. You know, so it's not like they've had some, they've had some big Oh, games. yeah. They're, they're a good football team. And so when they play Hawks team in a couple of weeks, it'll be a great game. Yeah. And number ten, making their way into our top ten, is Bismarck, four and one on the season. They beat Paris forty-one to zero, and they will play Glen Rose. All right, that takes us down to my two A and Mineral Springs. Let me tell you, <laughs> and Mineral Springs putting up a seven seventy on a, on a yeah. So number one, Mineral Springs, they they're five and zero oh after. A 70-0 win over Lafayette County. Lafayette County is coached by uh, Adrian Ivory, a teammate of mine at Washita. So, y'all better. Oh, from Rising? Uh, from uh, Foreman. Well, he oh. made, yeah, yeah. He coaches at Foreman. He co- no, he, he graduated from Foreman. I thought he cared. No, he graduated from Ashdown. Graduated Ashdown. Really? Yeah. Okay. And he was at Foreman two years ago. As a coach? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple I, years ago. I thought he graduated from Rising. No, no, no. Okay. I remember the I remember him. Um, so Middle Springs at halftime. My dad texted me and said, which is kind of funny because my dad hasn't been to a game since I remember. Remember, but he texted me and said, "Hey, I went to Middle Springs game. We left at halftime. It was sixty-four to zero. He said one kid interception for a touchdown, two two fumble returns for touchdowns. I didn't realize that he's talking about the same kid. <laughs> Who was it? Which one? Javion uh, Frick. Yeah, Frick. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which we'll, we'll get that in a little bit in yeah. our in our player staff. Yeah, Frick is a beast. Yeah, it's unreal. So. They win seventy to zero, which Lafayette County is where Coach Hathcock coached yes, before Mills. I know. Yeah, uh, and they're struggling right now. But he wasn't trying to run. He wasn't. No, trying that's to. What that, that's he's the not. deal. Is like he's he's not trying to score. But when you're literally scoring, scoring every 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 yeah. series I, I, on defense, I've been beat seventy three nothing, and it was by Hazen, and they they were trying not to score. Yeah. And we were like, no, we're gonna give it to you. <laughs> we, we, we were trying every. They were trying everything they could do to not score, and we were we were just letting them do it. Let them do yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, so Mineral Springs. They are five and zero. Oh. They will play their Dirks Outlaws Friday night. A team that's going to be giving everything they got to try to knock off Mineral Springs. Number two, East Poinsett County, the Dennis Gaines Show. They're four and one. Big time win Friday yes, night. It was. Fifty to eight over McCrory. A McCrory team, kind of a Jekyll and Hyde, yeah, but can play football. Sure, absolutely. 
they're, they'll play. Uh, APC's got a big one Friday night at Cross County. Well, McCroy, you know, beat Cross County. Right. In triple overtime. Of course, McC- Cross County had like seven turnovers. Oh, wow. And, like, and I mean, it, was, it couldn't have gone worse for them. Yeah. But, then, uh, but McCroy, Cross County got it all together this week. Yeah. So, we'll see how that turns out Friday night because that's going to be, that a, could great be a great game. game. That's going to be a great game. Because yeah. one thing be about Cross County – that we've seen is they they play defense. Yes, they do that. Yes. All right, number three, Carlisle, five and one. They beat Episcopal fifty to zero. Episcopal down a little bit this year. Mm-hmm. Carlisle be off. And Carlisle's Des- not. No, they're not down. No. Uh number four, Desart, four and one, beat Mariana fifty eight to sixteen. Big They'll game. play a big one at Mark Tree. Yeah. This is you talk about a running game against a running game. <laughs> be over by eight thirty. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I was at the Carlisle Desert game. The first quarter ended at seven fourteen. Okay. That's there's a twelve minute clock. Starts at seven. That's and I look crazy. up and I go, It's seven fourteen, the first quarter ended. That's nuts. It was insane. <laughs> so number five, Hazen, five and one, beat Baptist Prep fifty four to six. They'll play England Friday night at home. Look at those top five teams. Yeah. Offense, 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 and mm-hmm. offense. Number six, Conway. Christian, five and one. Had a great win Friday night at, you know, over Hector. Great win because they're doing it without six starters. <sighs> man, I talked to Coach Kramer a little bit today and I said, I said, man, what's what's the status on you guys? He goes, Man, it's it's really incredible. It's just a testament to these kids and what they've done because I mean, we're out seven, six or seven starters. Right. I mean, we got our quarterback back in limited action last week. A team of probably 32, 33 kids. Yeah. The, the running back got hurt like in the second series of the game. Friday night. Yes. And ended up still going off for like 200 and something yards. Golly. And so uh, they still don't have their starting quarterback, right? He played a few snaps. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. He's slowly coming back. And this is a program who just a couple of years ago was doing everything they could to win a game. That's right. So, hats off to, to Coach there yes. and what they're doing there. Uh, number seven, Bigelow. They just keep on winning year after year after year. 6-0 and beat Rising 54-21. And then they'll play Hector, a team who has just really fought and clawed and just hasn't quite won – one enough, yeah. but but they're they're still there every week. And that big old Conway Christian game looming in the in the distance. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It'll be a good one. Hopefully, Conway Christian can get some guys back. Yeah, because they've that's lost gonna seven got starters. Yeah, yeah. and and in two A is seven that's starters. Huge. That's uh, both those most of those guys are going both ways. That's right. Number eight, Mark Trees, four and zero. Oh, they beat Earl fifty two to forty four. A closer game than I thought. You know, uh, Cabo kicked picked picked Earl. I thought Mark Tree would just thump him. Mm-hmm. Boy, not much defense in that game. A lot of offense. <laughs> yeah. Though. But Mark Tree will play at home against Desark Friday night. Number nine, the Rattlers. Yes, sir. Murfreesboro. I don't think my, Matt's a closet Murfreesboro <laughs> fan. <laughs> just because oh, yeah. I know it are. gets under your skin. <laughs> He's a closet fan. <laughs> Look, hey, the Rattlers are 5-0. Yeah. Uh, Coach bit. Cheshire down there. You know, I, I used to work for Coach Cheshire's dad in high school. Okay. Yeah. Great guy, great family. Hey, great that's family. an impressive win Friday night over Dirk. One hundred percent. Yeah. Listen, hey, I know I've joked around about the the Rattlers. Yeah. Uh, just because we're you know rivalries, but hey, they're five and zero oh for a reason. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so that that game with Mill Springs is coming up. Yeah. And that'll be exciting. So they beat Derek's thirty to six. They'll be off this week. They better get off and rest up for the Hornets. <laughs> hey, not to mention that it's a rivalry, right? Still huge. So I, I would, you know, I hadn't been down there much. Yeah. But my goodness, it's just about got to be. Yeah. What well, used to be 
big time. Sure. And there's a rivalry between Mill Springs and Dirks, too. Yeah. Uh, number 10, Hector, three for three, three and three. He lost to Conway Christian 21 to 14. It doesn't get any easier for him this week as they go to Bigelow. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for our top tens. We're going to take a quick break here. When we get back, it'll be time for the week six pick'em challenge. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. Hey, high school sports fans, this is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. We are just... The two of us. Just the two of us. Thomas has left to put the girls down to bed. He's gone. Uh, Kevin's out tonight. Yep. He's got some family things he's taking care of. Yep. So we said, fine. Yep. We'll just party without you. I'll just be that way then. Be that way. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. We got everybody's picks, and we're about to do our pick em challenge, Maddie. We had a good turnout Friday night for our, our fan pick em challenge. Yep. Yeah, tell us who the winner was. So the winner of this week with an impressive 22 of 25. It's kind of showboating a little bit. I would like to one day have a 22 of 25. <laughs> I dream of these things. I mean, it's kind of showing out. Like, it is a little I showing mean, out. Oh, you just had to beat us by one or two. Right. I mean, or not even beat us, just beat everybody else. <laughs> That's right. Jared Hannigan from Harmony Grove, I think. I, I, I kind of stalk him on Facebook, and I think that's where he's from. <laughs> so, he, there is a Jared Hannigan in Harmony Grove. <laughs> he was 22 at 25. Hey, great job. I'll email you, get your get your address. And, hey, we actually have cups and hats. Uh, they're going out Like, literally this in this building. Yes, we They're do. here. <laughs> so we have physically seen them. <laughs> so, the uh, pick them challenge between the mats last week, it wasn't, uh, wasn't a stellar performance by any, any of us. Of us. <laughs> As I like I, how you say that, though, when you lose. Oh, of course. <laughs> so I come in last, last week, a dismal 16 of 25, and I knew it like me and Junk were driving home from Greenwood, and we're listening to the scores, and I was like, mm, ouch, ooh, yeah. yeah. It was rough. I, I didn't have a good week. and uh, But I was 16 of 25, Junk was 17 of 25, and Cabo was 17 of 25. Yeah. So – a little tied action there between Junk and Cabo. So, overall, for the year, I'm still in the lead at 110 of 150. Uh, Kevin's at 108 of 150, and Junk's at 105 of 150. I'm just waiting till it 
gets closer. That's to right. You're playing for the drama. That's right. <laughs> so, our week six pick em challenge will start number one with Desarc at Mark Tree. All right. Is it me first? You can either go you or Kevin. Either well, way. we'll go Kevin first. There we go. Desarc by six. I've got Desarc by seven. I got Desarc by four. Okay. Number two, East Poinsett County, the Dennis Gaines Show at Cross County. I think this is going to be a good, good ball game. Um, but I think Gaines is going to come out with something to prove. They're playing some good football right now. Yeah. I've got EPC by 13. So I've got them by six, but Kevin has Cross County by six. Oh, interesting. It is an interesting pick. Yeah, it really is. And why did I go first? We we're going to let him go it's first. It's okay. I was just going to let you do your thing. <laughs> Number three, Hector at Bigelow. Bigelow by 10. I've got the Panthers by 14. I got them by eight. Number four, Glenn Rose at Bismarck. I would really like to go watch this game. Boy, you and me both. He's on Lonely Island. Is he? Yeah, he's got Bismarck by eight. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I get it. Oh, I do too. I think it's going to be a great ball game. And even with the home field advantage. That's right. And so, uh, but I did go Glenn Rose by three. I, I did too. I went Glenn Rose by two. I just, man, they're playing so good right now. And they're just so physical, man. Yes. Number five, Melbourne at Salem. He's got Salem by 21. I've got Salem by 17. I've got him by 18. Number six, Mansfield at Charleston. He's got, he's got Charleston by seven. Okay. I think it's going to be a good game. I do too, and I almost put Mansfield, but notice I said almost. So here, here was my deciding factor. Not only did they have home field advantage, but they were do, they're doing a tribute, if you coaches. will, to the coaches that yeah. won state championships there. Right. So, I think that's going to give them a little extra motivation. You don't want to lose on a night like that, right? No. So, I'm going Charleston by three. All right. So, I'll tell you why I did, and it is the old age-old home field advantage because there's not many tougher places to play than Charleston. That's right. I went Charleston by one. Okay. Number seven, the Dragons of DeWitt having a great season, 6-0 and so far this year. Cross it coming off of a close loss to Warren. It's at Cross it. We just heard Thomas talk about how how hard it is to go down there and play. What does Kevin say? Kevin's got DeWitt by one. Really? He does. Man, I like it. I'm going Cross it by three. I'm going Cross it by six as long as they don't have a hangover That's after the deal. that game. And I thought the same thing. They've got the home field advantage. They've got the talent, the coaching. Just 17, 18-year-old kids, you got to – emotionally, they've got to – Overcome what they just went through. But you know the good thing about it is they've got a six and zero Dewitt team coming in. Right. It's not like they've got a just an also ran. That's right. That's and those are your trap games. Yeah. That's right. So number eight, Malvern at Ashdown. Usually a really good four a seven matchup. Well, it used to be, yeah, or it usually is. Yeah. Yes. I've got Malvern in this one by ten. Kevin's got him by twenty eight, and I have him by twenty one. Man. Big wins. Yes, sir. Number nine, CAC at Pottsville. CAC coming off a big win over Mayflower. Pottsville, a big win over Boxite. Pottsville by 10, says Kevin. I got Pottsville by 13. I got Pottsville by six. I like it. Number 10, Mayflower coming off of a hard-fought loss against against, uh, CAC. CAC, And they will play at Lamar, another team. Man, this conference right here is tough tough this year. Who is it? Did Lamar beat Boxout Friday night? Who would they beat Friday night? Mm. Or Harmony Grove, maybe. Can't remember. But I think they beat Harmony Grove, maybe. Yeah, but it was close. Yeah. I think 17 14. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Kevin say? Kevin's got Mayflower by three. I've got Mayflower by three. 
Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> Junk's going on the island. I went Lamar by three. All right. Number 11, Clinton at Boxout. He's got Clinton by three. I've got Clinton by seven. I got Boxout by three. Oh, two islands in a row. Yes, that's right. Number 12, Gosnell at Truman. You're on the island. <laughs> Gosnell by seven, says Kevin. I've got Truman by three. I got Gosnell by two. You know, this Truman tr- defense is tough. Their, their defense is so good, and they've been, they played close in a couple ball games. They just couldn't quite get it done offensively. But And this will be the third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number 13, Ozark at Lincoln. Lincoln coming off a tough loss last week. Ozark uh, just continues to roll. Ozark by 14, says Kevin. I've got Ozark by six. I got Ozark by eight. Number 14, Alma Airedale's kind of coming back into form. Boy, come back from the dead, right? Man, you know, that this Alma program used to be legit. Like, they, like serious. Year in and year out. And they got old Alma Heritage, uh, Mr. Daly's son. A lot of people remember, remember yeah. Adam Daly played for the Hogs. And he was a stud in high school. I got to play against him. I tell the story. <laughs> he was a sophomore when I was a senior. Yeah. I was playing free safety. He was, of course, running back. Right. And it's like the Red Sea parted. Yeah. And it was just me and him. You and him. And all I could think about was hit him low. Yeah. Well, I did. The next thing I see is a Nike sign step on my face mask. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I had a feeling that wasn't going to turn out well. No. He's a big old boy. But Alma's playing well. They will play at P Ridge, a P Ridge team that's played well this year. Yep. Alma by eight, says Kevin. I've got Alma by 13. I got Alma by four. Number 15, Shiloh Christian will go up and take on the Golden Goblins of Harrison. You really think that's going to be a close game? I think it will be for a while. Okay. Well, Kevin's got got Shiloh by 21. I got Shiloh by 10. I got Shiloh by 14, but I, I really think that it could be more than that. Do you? I don't think that Harrison can stop him. Yeah. We'll see. Coach Keelon may have him fired up up he there. Might. Number 16, Magnolia at Camden Fairview. All right. Camden Fairview by 10. I've got Fairview by 7. I've got Fairview by 3. You know, this this game here is just a – that one was a total head-scratcher for me because you, you look at a Magnolia team yeah, that beat Lakeside last week, but the two weeks prior did not look good at no. all. I, I didn't get that one. Now, the Arkansas High Fairview one, uh, Arkansas High loses their best player. Yeah. Okay. Sure. That's, that's easier to understand. Yeah, that's right. But, I, yeah, Lakeside, I think, just laid an egg. I think they did. Speaking of Lakeside, they will play at Arkansas High this week. And that's the same team that lost their best player. So, yes. I'm going to go with Lakeside. Well, Kevin's got Lakeside by 10. I've got them by 13. And I've got Lakeside by 8. Number 18, Valley View at win. A Valley View team that is looking to continue rolling to win that East Championship up there. Uh, but they've got to go to win. Yeah. A Valley View team that can make a deep run in the playoffs. They really could. Kevin's got them by 14. I got them by 10. I have them by 8. Number 19, Maumel at Robinson. Coach Moppin goes to his old stomping grounds to take on the Senators. Uh, should be a fun one here. All right. he's uh, Kevin's got Robinson by 6. I've got Robinson by 7. Not so <laughs> fast. He's going with Moppin. I'm going with the Moppin Maumels. <laughs> I love it. By 1. All right. Number 20, Mills at Pine Bluff. Ooh, Pine Bluff by four says Kevin. So how how does how does Mills bounce back? You know that, that was a tough loss to Maumel Thursday night. They kind of had everything rolling, everything going their way. They kind of get slapped around, take one on the chin. Well, tell me this: who played worse Friday night, Pine Bluff or, or Mills? <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, Pine Bluff underperformed for sure. I guarantee you, if Pine Bluff played Maumel the way they played BB. 
Mama Hill to win that game, too. That's right. So, Kevin went Pine Bluff? He went Pine Bluff by four. I'm going Mills by ten. I got Mills by eight. Number 21, Lake Hamilton at Greenbrier. The Panthers. Homecoming for the Panthers here this Friday. You know, Greenbrier defensively played really well. They did. I mean, held a held a Greenwood team that typically scores fifty five a right, game. Right, right. I was gonna say it's the best defensive performance, giving up four hundred plus yards. Well, and two, they were on the field ninety percent of the time, the whole game, the whole game. Yeah. So, who's Kevin got in this one? He's got Greenbrier by twelve. I've got Greenbrier by fourteen. I've got the Panthers by two. By two, close one. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's still like Hamilton. That's right. Number twenty two, Cersei at Marion, a Marion team that uh, we thought was really good and. uh could still be. Might just had an off game last week against Benton, but they will be at home this week and try to get the ship righted uh, as they take on the Cersei Lions, who are four and one. He's got Marion by eight. I've got Marion by thirteen. I've changed my pick. <laughs> I don't know if this is more pride. Yeah. Or I'm picking Cersei by one. Are you? I'm mad at Marion for their display for tonight. <laughs> they let you down. <laughs> And you're a big Zach Clark fan. I am. Yeah. I am a Zach Clark fan. Number 23, Fayetteville Purple Dogs at Southside. This is going to be a shootout, I'm going to say. Be yeah. a lot of points yeah. scored. A lot of one. points scored for sure. Uh, Kevin's got Fayetteville by 13. I've got them by 13. And I got them by 10. All right. Number 24, oh. Battle of Pulaski <laughs> County, North Little Rock at Southwest. Kevin has Southwest by three. Does he really? Yep. He sure does. Wow. I've got North Little Rock by seven. I've got North Little Rock by six. All right. That would be a big win for, Coach for that Patton. conference, yes. for Coach Patton and just in the conference in general. That's right. Number 25, our last uh, game for our pick for week six, is the Centennial Bowl Cabot at Conway. The Wampus Cats and the Cabotians. Kevin's got Conway by 10. I've got Conway by 17. I've got the Wampus Cats by 12. All right. And if you're doing the Pick'em Challenge at home, our tiebreaker game this week is the Battle of Springdale's. Springdale at Springdale Harbor. The total <laughs> points. That's right. All right. Well, so, that does it for the Pick'ems. And I think I shared it on Facebook, but we'll put it out here too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the winner, each weekly winner, right. not only will you get a hat and a mug, but you're going to also be qualified for our playoff challenge, which we will give – the details on the prizes at a later date. Did you say it was a free roof? <laughs> no, I did not. Oh, oh, oh okay. okay. Freeman, I did not say that. <laughs> I, I thought you heard you say it was a free roof. Uh, yeah, that'll be good, man. I'm excited to see what that is going to be. And, uh, yeah, when we get back, it's going to be your time with the player stats. That's right. Hey, high school sports fans, this is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. Maddie, it's time for our player stats. 
why don't you take us to Northside? I will do that. Man, what a week of performances. Dude. Like, like when you sent me this list, I was going down through here. It's like, holy smokes. I had to see if we had enough paper in the printer. <laughs> I mean, not only how many we have, but the, just the numbers themselves. Like oh, some the, kids. The stats, incredible. Some kids had some incredible games. So over in Northside, we'll start there. McLean Moody was 25 of 45 for 320 yards and three touchdowns through the air. Isaac Wright had 17 carries for 43 yards, two scores. Ezra Phillips had seven catches, 136 yards, and two touchdowns. And Cameron Massey, nine catches for 58 yards. All right, over in Russellville, Luke Jones was four of five for 100 yards, two touchdowns, and Caleb Campbell was five of five <laughs> for 79 yards. Ladarius Prince, five carries, 76 yards, two touchdowns. And old Tracy Daniels, six carries, 45 yards, and one touchdown. In Magnolia, you're talking about toting a rock. Well, they had a bunch of them do it. <laughs> Mari Roach, 27 carries for 272 yards and three touchdowns. I'm not a math major, but I'm pretty sure it's close to 10 yards carry. I can come within two yards of it. <laughs> Antonio Brooks in Magnolia, 15 carries, 106 yards, and one score. Now, check this guy out over at Sheridan, Brady Dillon. In the air, 321 yards and three touchdowns, and on the ground, 78 more yards. So, almost 400. Almost by himself, yep. <laughs> Jackson Bourne, Jackson, Jason Bourne <laughs> from Sheridan, seven catches, 180 yards, three touchdowns. Somebody in his family has to be named Jason. Well, you I know. mean, no wonder he had so many yards. Nobody would get close to yeah, him. Everybody's scared of him. <laughs> Over in Dardanelle, you talking about a ball game here. Yeah, and a name. Yeah. This might be the best name in football this year. Creed Vega. Vega. I played against his daddy in high school. Creed was 13 at Dardanelle, 13 of 18 for 249 yards and three touchdowns. Had 26 carries for 247 yards and three touchdowns. Oh, and by the way, he had six tackles and two pass breakups. You remember uh, Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Vincent Vega? Yeah. <laughs> I love the name, man. Creed Vega, that's awesome. So a name that you are used to hearing is Mason Ketterman from Harrison. Mason was 6 for 13 for 111 yards and one touchdown. Carried the ball nine times for an astounding 128 yards and two more touchdowns. In Pine Bluff, Landon Holcomb was 13 of 28 for 206 yards and three scores. Austin Dendy, who committed to Missouri this past weekend, had three catches for 37 yards and a score and 13 carries for 41 yards and also had two to two and a half tackles, one tackle for loss and a forced fumble. And Mr. Courtney Crutchfield himself, seven catches, 116 yards, two touchdowns, and two carries for 15 yards and one and a half tackles. Was Dindy offered by the Hogs? I don't think so. Okay. I think it, well, I say that I know that his final two were between Ole Miss and Missouri. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, then surely not. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> All right, so Maddie Ice Contreras, the Trojan of Hot Springs, from was 13 of 15 for 318 <laughs> yards and six touchdowns. Hey, that's, that's phenomenal. And I tell you, there were so many impressive stats this week from 5A. There were. There were. I'm telling you, there were probably five or six kids that would have been a normal yes. player of the week for 5A. I mean, picking the players of the week this week was really tough. Very tough. David Ho from Hot Springs, four catches, 90 yards, one touchdown. Perry Jones, Jr., also from Hot Springs, 18 carries, 117 yards, and one touchdown. And then good old T.J. Brogdon, the receiver from Hot Springs, with seven catches – or six catches, 
162 yards and five touchdowns. Man, that's awesome. Old Drake Lindsey, man, it just – every week, it's just another stat line for it this really guy. It really is. 31 of 50, 532 yards through the air and six touchdowns. Jason Delamar, his go-to receiver. Boy, thir- he has been a good one, too. Man, 13 catches, 176 yards and a score. Charlie Graves, seven catches, 99 yards and a touchdown. And Mason Spencer, nine catches for 171 yards and three scores. Just down the road in Bentonville West is Dalton Rice with 16 of 30, 249 yards and five touchdowns. Jackson Bruss from West, six catches, 106 yards and three touchdowns. They're throwing the ball in Northwest Arkansas. (laughs) Yes, they are. Brandon Cobb from PA with a cast on his left hand, by the way, 36 of 56 for 389 yards and a score, and also had four carries for 18 yards. Charlie Cotros, 10 carries, 62 yards and two touchdowns. William Svoboda, nine catches, 201 yards and a score. And Walden Culpepper, 12 catches for 97 yards. All right, over in Cabot, Charlie Powell, nine for 13, 148 yards, one touchdown, 16 carries, 26 yards. Amari Kreiner from Cabot, six carries, 81 yards. And then Cooper Powell from Cabot, eight carries, 22 yards. And in those 22 yards, he had three touchdowns. (laughs) Not bad. Over in Murfreesboro, Lathan Compton. uh, I don't think that's right. I don't know how many carries he had, but he had 128 yards. (laughs) I messed up on that. (laughs) Brant Stevens in Murfreesboro, 26 carries for 130 yards and a touchdown. And Malachi Sanders, 15 carries for 113 yards and two scores. Over Middle Springs, Javion Fricks, five tackles, (laughs) one interception for a touchdown, two fumble recoveries for touchdowns, a fumble recovery lateraled to another player for a touchdown, (laughs) and a forced fumble. All in the first half. When I read that, I was like, was he playing Madden? Like, right. I mean, are these – that's just <laughs> – You don't see games like this very often. I'm going to say that that stat line right there could get him national honors. It should. I mean, really. like You know, when Hathcock – when Coach Hathcock texted me that, he said, he said it's, it's crazy. Like, I've never seen anything like that. That's insane. Yeah. It really is. So, so his touchdowns, his first one was a fumble recovery for 57 yards. <laughs> The second, an interception for 52 yards. The third one, another fumble recovery for 52 yards. Then the fumble recovery that was lateraled for 39 yards. (laughs) He had almost 200 yards. That's incredible. All right, also for Middle Springs, Evan Irwin. 4-6 for 120 yards, two touchdowns. Katrivion Thomas, KT Thomas, seven carries, 115 yards, two touchdowns. In Monticello, John Jackson, 32 carries for 158 yards. It's a bunch of carries. A bunch. Quay Rhodes, six catches, 86 yards, seven carries, 51 yards, three touchdowns, and two tackles on defense. And Brooks Bowman from Monticello was 11 of 16 for 137 yards and a score. Grayson Wilson from CAC, 21 of 32, 269 yards, two touchdowns, 11 carries for 123 yards and two touchdowns. Reynoldson Sullivan from CAC, 26 carries for the running back, 103 yards, three touchdowns. He also had a catch for 23 yards. And then also at CAC is Josiah Warrior Benson, six catches, 132 yards, and one touchdown. 
All right. In our Faulkner County Player of the Week contest, oh, yeah. we had from Mayflower, Mr. Frankie Fennell, 6 of 10, 71 yards, and he had 29 carries for 225 yards and four touchdowns. And Jaime Fragoso from Greenbrier, six tackles, two tackles for a loss, one sack, and one forced fumble. And he played an excellent ball game. He Friday really night. did. And then also in the in the same uh, group that you're talking about, mm-hmm. the Faulkner County Player of the Week, I saw uh, Conway Christian's uh, Brady DeMocos. Oh, man, what a ball game. 31 carries, 258 yards, two touchdowns, and 15 tackles. <laughs> That's just incredible. Like, like I mean, the fact that he ran for 258 yards is awesome. Yes. But then you had 15 tackles on top of that. That's right. nuts. Yeah. Over in Malvern, Jalen Dupree, a name that we've mentioned several times on the show. What a ball game. Oh, yeah. 11 carries for 230 yards and yeah. five touchdowns. Yeah. And then uh, Dylan Carradine, six catches, 85 yards and a score. You know, it's like you could really give Jalen Dupree a player of the week every week. Yeah. Uh, uh, over in Melbourne, Robert Langston, he had 167 yards rushing and two touchdowns and nine solo tackles. That's pretty impressive. It is. Prescott, Pierce Yates, 11 of 16, 258 yards, two scores. Genoa Harris, 10 carries, 59 yards, two touchdowns. Dakari Prater, four carries, 58 yards and a score. And Dwayne White, three catches for 99 yards. And then Mr. P.J. Gully in Prescott, four catches for 85 yards and a score. Old Dizzy Dean yes, from sir. Elkins. 18 to 20. How did he hit the two? <laughs> he had two incomplete passes. Yeah. He's better than that. <laughs> That's hard to do on air. <laughs> <laughs> right? 18 to 20, 301 yards, three touchdowns. He just went a touchdown for every 100 yards. Deshaun Shares from Elkins, eight carries, 116 yards, and four touchdowns, along with two catches for 50 yards. And then James Townsend from Elkins, six catches, 89 yards, and one touchdown. Mr. Donovan Namolo and Conway, 13 of 25 for 211 yards, two scores, and also had a rushing touchdown. Desmond Davidson from Conway had 13 carries for 42 yards. Chris O'Neill, five catches, 107 yards, and a score, and also had a 95-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. And then Jaden Gaines of Conway, five catches for 78 yards and a touchdown. You know, that Chris O'Neill's putting up player of the year top. He really is. Top numbers. Yeah. It's just every week. That's right. Of course, he's got a quarterback that's doing the same <laughs> thing. All right, over in Benton, speaking of uh, player of the week every week, Braylon Russell. The future hog That's right. is twelve has twelve carries, one hundred and forty five yards, one touchdown, two catches for forty yards. Then sophomore quarterback Drew Davis from Benton, fifteen of eighteen, three hundred and two yards and five touchdowns. Talk about a freshman or a sophomore year, man. That kid's gonna be special. It's unreal what he's doing. Yeah. Elias Payne from Benton, three catches, one hundred and fifteen yards and three touchdowns. Jay Thomas Pepper from Benton, ten tackles with an interception. And then Chris Bernard from Benton, three carries, twenty three yards. Two touchdowns and eight tackles. Mr. Owen Miller from Harding Academy on here every week, it seems like. He's 8 of 13 for 224 yards and four touchdowns. Had nine carries for 77 yards and a score. Isaac Baker, six carries, 61 yards, two catches, 63 yards and a touchdown. And Love Patel, three catches, 108 yards, two scores. Mr. White Simmons, Six tackles, one tackle for loss, and a rushing touchdown. Uh, uh, Owen's brother had a good game Saturday. Did he? Yeah, like 
Real good. At we'll Harding. Get, yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> All right, so Omar and Robertson at Parkview, 75-yard kickoff return. Also at Parkview, Jaden Ashford, four carries, 105 yards, two touchdowns. Eric McGee, seven for 13, 168 yards, and three touchdowns. In my mail, Jaden Morsham, 20 carries, 106 yards and a score, four tackles, and one tackle for loss. Aiden Bjork, 10 of 26, 186 yards and two two uh, touchdowns. Elijah Newell, three carries, 35 yards, two catches, 25 yards, and a touchdown. And also on the defensive side, had eight tackles, two of them for a loss, one interception for a touchdown. What an impressive stat line. Over in Greenwood, Kane Archer was 10 of 15 for 137 yards and one touchdown. Braden Davis, 29 carries, 183 yards, four touchdowns. L.J. Robbins, 10 catches, 119 yards, and one touchdown. All that right. post yeah. pattern that, uh, oh, that he threw? Archer threw, I mean, he dropped it in a bucket. So he did. It was pretty. Over in Bryant, Mr. Jordan Walker, 13 of 20, 214 yards, five touchdowns. James Martin, 12 carries, 119 yards, two catches, 52 yards, and two scores. Mytorian Singleton, three catches for 74 yards. And I saw a picture of uh, Jordan Walker uh, on a visit in street clothes. Man, it's an impressive-looking athlete. Is he? Oh, man. Good-looking good looking athlete. Is he big? He just put together. Yeah, he yeah. just looks like a stud. Yeah. All right, over in Rodgers, Dane Williams, just another Friday night for the quarterback at Rodgers. He's 28 of 50, 478 yards and six touchdowns. Jacob Jenkins from Rodgers, five catches, 124 yards and two touchdowns. How about this stat, John? Jackson Daly, we mentioned his daddy earlier, of Alma, 320 yards rushing, seven combined touchdowns. And any other week, that would have been oh, by far player of the week. Yeah. And also in Alma, Carlos Gonzalez, 14 carries for 181 yards. So between those two kids, they had over yeah. 500 yards. Did you rushing. say how many total yards Daly had? 320. That, that, okay, so that was rushing. I, I meant to, I left out. He had almost 500 yards total. It was like 460. Is that right? Total yards. Wow. Yeah. It's incredible. It is. Uh, Carter Nye from Bentonville, 22 of 28, 486 yards, six touchdowns. Unbelievable. Yes. Uh, C.J. Brown, future hog, mm-hmm. yeah, Bentonville, seven catches, 119 yards, and two touchdowns. We need some of them up there right now. Bad. <laughs> Over at Sylvan Hills, Aiden Lester, 17 of 30, 213 yards, and two touchdowns. All right. Maddox Berry from Walton, 9 of 12, 145 yards, and four touchdowns. Preston Parker from Carlisle had four interceptions in one game <laughs> and five tackles. Pretty good game. Yeah. Uh, DeWitt, Justin Ross, two touchdown receptions and two interceptions, and one of them for a touchdown. All right. I got one more. That, uh, so this is an add-in, late, right. late, late uh, nomination. <laughs> Talon Pascal from CrossFit, five receptions, 156 yards, and three touchdowns. And Thomas said that was an impressive performance by him. It sure was. It sure was. All right. Well, that's going to wrap us up for our player stats. Mr. Junk, yes, tell sir? us who are – Week five, players of the week. All right. So, from 7A, from Bentonville, Carter 9, Carter 9, 22-28, 486 yards, six touchdowns. 6A, from Sheridan, Brady Dillon, 321 yards and three touchdowns, throwing the ball and 78 yards on the ground. From 5A, Dardanelles, Creed Vega, 13-18, 249 yards, three touchdowns, 
26 carries, 247 yards, three touchdowns, six tackles, and two pass breakups. 3A, 4A, Dizzy Dean from Elkins, 18 of 20 for 301 yards, three touchdowns. 3A from Melbourne, Robert Langston, 167 yards rushing, two touchdowns, and nine solo tackles. And last, but certainly not least, <laughs> no. from the Mineral Springs Hornets, the 2A player of the week is Javion Fricks. Five tackles, one interception for a touchdown, two fumble recoveries for a touchdown, another recovery, lateral for a touchdown, and a forced fumble. Congratulations to those guys. I think we've been getting a lot of uh, pictures of our – Players of the week in their shirts. Had a couple today. Had a couple today from uh, week four that we sent out. So uh, we'll be getting those sent out to you here shortly. And so if you would, please send us your pictures. If you don't, we have a voodoo doll that we will put put (laughs) our pins in. That's right. So congratulations to those guys and continued success uh, and health going forward in this season. Absolutely. Well, that does it for our pick'ems. We'll come back here after this break. And when we do, it's all about some hog talk. Some bison talk, some bear talk, That's right. some tiger talk, <laughs> and whoever else we can talk about in college. We'll be back. Hey, high school sports fans. This is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. We are on our last leg of the night, Maddie. It is time to talk about college. What do you think about it? Well... Unfortunately, we got to start with hogs. Do we have to? Well, we don't have to. But it's part of our contract. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, hogs go down to Arlington, take another L. What is that? 11 of the last 12. Man, it hurts. Golly. I mean, it's, they have just owned us down there. Can we just get a, can we get a home and home? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for it. You know, I feel I feel it myself, but I see other people have, have Really start losing interest. Yeah, apathy. It is, and I think a lot of it has to do with the NIL. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're getting paid now, and your your coach is making six million now. You know, I just don't really. Well, in the transfer portal, you don't have kids that have played together. No, uh, kids that have played that are from here they're, as much. You know, they're it's not just, bought into the program. No, the kids from here go up there, then leave. Yeah, and it's just like I mean, seriously, like Saturday, like. I watched a little bit, and then we had a peewee football game, and I didn't feel like I missed out. Well, and I, so I text my dad, and I said, I said, did you watch the Hogs play? And Listen, my dad's a diehard right. Razorback fan. And he said, just disgusted. He said, they've ruined the game that I love so yeah, much. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and they really – not just the Razorbacks, but just the whole – Just college football. College football is just – it's a mess. And it's, it's just hard to watch. I'm, I put on my notes – 
this may be the worst offensive line that the Razorbacks have had in quite some time. You know, the interesting thing about that is, is before the season, it was all the talk was, this is the first time we've been too deep in every position. Yeah. And whatever, for, for <laughs> you know, five years, ten years, whatever it is. Well, and, too, they, they talked about how great this defensive line of ours was. Yeah. Well, now we know why they look so good. Because <laughs> they went against our offense. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I do think our defense is better than it, it was is. under Barry Odom. It is. But, man, when you – so we gave up seven sacks. Yeah. Fifteen tackles for loss. You're not going to win any ball games like that. I don't you know, care who you play. What's interesting, too, is – so, typically, like, you see your Johnny Couch quarterback. Uh, armchair quarterback. Armchair quarterback uh, talking about play calls. Well, you're seeing all your major publications talking about the yeah. play calls. So, that's not good. Well, one thing that really stood out to me, and I won't get off on the whole four-and-one debate because that's been beat to death. And, it, and I, I still don't understand it. No, it makes zero sense. It really does. I saw Acre, uh Justin Acre on his on Twitter, on the Twitter machine. Yeah. He uh, retweeted um was it Nick Mosa? It was a defensive lineman that plays in the league. Yeah. And it's it was talking about the quarterback sneak and it said it's the hardest play to stop. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. And here's here's what gets me too. Is when the coach gets up there and says, Well, you know, when we go under center, they put three down linemen. Well, those are the same linemen that are on the field when you when you're back in shotgun. Except now they got to tackle you four or five yards behind the That's line of scrimmage right. versus a 250 pound quarterback who knows the snap count. They don't. That's right. There is if you were to time the t- from the time the ball is snapped and the time that their front hand moves, there is a gap. Yes, for a fact. Okay, that right there is all you need to know. That's all you need it's just to fall forward. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Well, what I was going, where I was going with that was so that on that fourth and one play, yeah, they lined up four guys to the right side of our offensive line, knowing where we were fixing to run the ball. Right. I don't know if they don't give KJ the ability to check out of that because he obviously had to look there and say, "There's no way we're getting this." Right. There's no way. Right. But he ran it anyway. So, like, do they not trust him to make a check or? We're so, just, did he run it? I didn't uh, see he it. He handed it off. He handed it off. To okay. Rocket. And, yeah. I mean, we lost a yard. Yeah. We didn't even get back to the line of scrimmage. Right. I, it, I just – Even if you snap it to KJ and he just runs forward, that's better than yeah. than a play it, that has to develop in the back. That's right. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. And it here's the deal. It doesn't get any easier. Well, I just want to be like, you're a dum-dum. <laughs> I mean, like, don't be a dum-dum. <laughs> right? Yes. So <sighs> – I mean, looking at the stat line, I'm kind of shocked it was as close as it was, really. It never felt close. No. So, Saturday, they go to Ole Miss, an Ole Miss team that just come off a big win against LSU. Big win. Their offense looks fantastic. Uh, they, we, now, Nick Saban did still let them know who their daddy is <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But, yeah. So, Ole Miss uh, will be at Ole Miss at 6.30 this Saturday. And hopefully, man, hey, listen, maybe three weeks from now we're saying, man, that A&M team was really good. But That's what I kept hearing today on the radio was people saying, hey, you just wait. That, that, <laughs> okay, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully, hopefully. Maybe. You know, we uh, Ole Miss might have a chip on their shoulder after what we did to them last year. That's true. So, UCA, man, we talked about it a little bit at the start of the show. What a crazy game, man. It was. You know, I was very 
pleased that the the Bears won, but I really didn't think that it should have been closed. I felt like they should have run that team off the off the field, and I think they would have if it wasn't for such odd circumstances. It was very very strange. I mean, <laughs> the, the wind was blowing really hard, like a twenty mile an hour wind, and then it was like they it was like a three point game, and they had like. 20 yards of offense. So, uh, yeah. like I mean, I, I forgot what the actual stat was, but it was stupid. At the end of the first quarter, they had seven yards of offense. Okay. And they'd scored what? Seven points? They had seven yards of offense, and they had four first downs. How does that add up? You're right. You're right. <laughs> so, we kept giving them first downs on, like, third down, and we'd get a penalty and give them a first down. It was just – it was frustrating. Logan Jessup played a great game. He played amazing. Man, he was all over the place. Uh, of course, you know, you look at those guys and you look – Golday had a great game yeah. again. Um, uh, David Walker. Hey, let me tell you, I saw Golday, they kicked it to him one time. Yeah. I thought, man, that's scary. Like, if you see <laughs> if you see him running at you with the football, I'm probably going – I'm probably turning around and going home. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so, we had – we outgained them 471 to 232. Um, we did have 14 penalties. <laughs> a two-point game. 14 penalties, 147 yards. Um McElvain played solid. He was yeah. 29 of 48 for 349 yards. Three He's having touchdowns. a great season. He really is. Uh, Powell, he just gets it done every week. This was the number two rushing defense in the country, FCS. And I don't understand that. I don't either. It, I'm telling you, this looked like a high school team. It really did. I'm telling you, they ran out, and I told Cassie, it's like, that's the most unathletic bunch of kids I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> when you text me and said <laughs> that this team was came within four of Arizona State, yeah. I'm thinking – I didn't know they were down this year. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was incredible. So, Shanderick Powell had another 100-yard game, 117 yards on 18 carries. Man, he's so good. UCA back on the stripes this week, man. And they got a big one. Uh, this is a Southeast Missouri team. They're 1-3 on the season. One and 3 on the season, but, they're man, they're only up. About two weeks ago, they were ranked 15th. They lost by one to Southern Illinois. And then last week they lost by three to Eastern Kentucky. So they're that Eastern Kentucky team is yeah. typically pretty good. Yeah. So they're just a couple plays away from being, you know, three and one. You had a your oldest went there. <laughs> yes, he did for a short stint. Matthew Wilcox Jr. <laughs> uh but here's the deal on them. Their defense, man, is giving up a ton of yardage. They're giving up over three hundred yards a game in the air and over hundred and seventy seven yards on the ground. That bodes well for a UCA offense. Yes, it is does. Hungry. Uh, is it at the on the stripes? Yeah, four o'clock. And um, where, where's Harding play? Harding is um, at Northwestern Oklahoma. I'm probably not gonna make that one. No, you ever been to Alva, Oklahoma? No. I have. <laughs> not on purpose. Not going I had to back. go there because it wasn't a vacation. It was there for work, and it is not very fun. Not pleasant. No, it's not. <laughs> So OBU beat Southeastern Oklahoma 34 to 7, an easy win for them. They will be at East Central. Harding beat Southwestern Oklahoma 64 to 0. Let me tell you, that thing was already like a a beat down, but then mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was I was watching it and, and it was like Harding was trying not to score, but I mean, you know, they're just inter- outmanned. Interception for a touchdown. Yeah. Interception for a touchdown. <laughs> so they had two picks for for touchdown, and then like your twelve kids carried the ball for the for the Bison's. That's and they, incredible. I mean, well, you know, I mentioned uh, you were talking about Owen Miller, Andrew mm-hmm. Miller, uh, seven carries for one hundred thirty four yards, two touchdowns. That's awesome. I mean, it was it's almost twenty yards a carry. Yeah. 
they, they, they Omar Sinclair seven yards or seven carries, seventy eight yards, one touchdown. He's kind of your go to him and, and De La Cruz. Five carries, sixty yards, and one touchdown. Cole Keelan, the old Harrison quarterback, yeah. you know, lefty, throws it with the wrong arm. <laughs> he uh, he was five for six for one hundred twenty five yards, two touchdowns, and he's very good at commanding that offense. Yeah, he's just you remember how he was oh, in high yeah. school, just a tough sucker, just a winner. Yeah. And uh, they're they're playing at a high level right now. Man, that OBU Harding matchup looming is two weeks. Man, it's gonna be it'll so be good. a week from Saturday. Oh, man, it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be real good. Henderson beat Oklahoma Baptist twenty seven to fourteen. They will play Southern Nazarene this uh, coming Saturday. And Arkansas Tech, man, big win for them. Uh, they kind of been taking it on the chin, but beat Northwestern Oklahoma forty four to seven. They did. Yeah. Well, so Northwestern Oklahoma is about as bad as it gets. Is it? Uh, but not to take away from Arkansas Tech, that's great that they got a big win because they really have struggled. Yeah. Um, that's weird because that's that program has three you know decades been solid and just yeah. ha- have not for a while. Yeah. I mean, they got they go to southwestern Oklahoma, so maybe a chance for getting another victory. Because yeah. man, you look, I'm looking at these standings at the GAC and the directional schools in Oklahoma. <laughs> Some of them are bad. There's Your East Central is usually pretty good. Yeah. Southeast Oklahoma, uh, where uh, OBU played Saturday, they're usually pretty good. They're down in Durant. Right. But outside of those two, Oklahoma Baptist is kind of eh. Yeah, just okay. You know, Southern Nazarene eh. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, Outside of those guys, man, yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah, so you got Harding and Washtenaw sitting at the top, five and zero. Both of those are five and zero. Henderson's four and one. SAU's four and one. So, what would be real interesting to know is what the total if you added Harding and OBU's points for and points against. We'll do that together. next week. Let's do that. Yeah. Because I bet it is unbelievable. <laughs> I bet you're right. ASU, your favorite team. They oh, got man. number win number three in a row. Bro, that's a streak, my man. <laughs> it's a streak. Beat UMass fifty-two to twenty-eight, and they will play at Troy. Boy, old Butch got turned around over there, didn't he? <laughs> at Troy Saturday at three o'clock. Hey, here's the deal, man. You think after winning three in a row, you kind of got a little momentum? I clicked on the ESPN matchup. And, you know, it kind of shows the yeah the probability of win. Yeah. They've got Troy picked by like 92%. Well, <laughs> that's probably six more than I'd pick them. <laughs> hey, it's supposed to be in the 40s Saturday. Oh, man, I'm going to have to get a parka. You're, you're going to have to probably buy a space heater. <laughs> and wear I it can't to, wait. Wear a toboggan. I'll, I'll probably still be sweating. Matt will be blue. <laughs> <laughs> we rode, we rode the, the Bronco back from Greenwood without the top on, and I yeah. froze to death. Junk had the window down. <laughs> All right, my man, you got anything else? That's it. That's it. All right, brother, we appreciate y'all listening. We'll check you next week.